Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to The Favorites. I'm Chad Millman from the Action Network. It is Monday morning. This is the Parlay Show from The Favorites podcast series. I am joined, as always, by Paul LaDuca, Action Network analyst, 10 years in the major leagues, four-time All-Star. Jeff Schwartz, Action Network analyst, eight years in the trenches, in the NFL, Fellas, we came so close to winning our nine-team parlay. We were six. We were six and three. I mean, I know you you don't win the parlay if you lose one of the games, but I feel like we each lost one game. If we can just if we can just turn that around, Jeff, you're already laughing. Well, I think because the the weirdest game to me out of that nine-team parlay was that Kentucky win. Like I, I just. I didn't see Kentucky in the history of their football program has never shown the ability to do what they did to Mississippi State on Saturday night. Like I think we were, I think we were generally pretty good with our bets, um, and that's why we're, we're getting there. We're 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 going to tighten things up a little bit. It's kind of a reset week in the NFL. Things didn't go like we expected. Kind of how the NFL goes, and now we we got Week Four coming up in the NFL and Week Five in college football. Polly, what do you think? I mean. The overreaction factor in the NFL works every year, doesn't it? I mean, I turned my phone on. I'd have to say, Jeff, my pick was the worst with Minnesota because I turned my phone on and Buffalo was up 17 nothing. I mean, it was literally <laughs> 17 to nothing a minute and a half into the game, it seemed like. So um, weird things happen in the NFL. This is just the bottom line. Um, some weird things in college football. Um, but that's why we love um, playing this game and, and betting on it. So, for people who need a refresher, we are going to quickly review what happened this weekend, and then we are going to look ahead mostly to Saturday and Sunday. The goal is for me and Jeff and Paul to come up with a nine-team parlay that we love in which we can win $20,000. That's the payoff for the bet that we're going to put down. $60 bet wins uh, $20,000. This is the week it could happen. I feel like we're close. And and the one thing I will say, if we want to get into sort of this past weekend, the first two weekends I felt lost. I like 
I didn't have data to rely on. I didn't have a feel for these teams. This past weekend, I did pretty well generally um, in the plays that I had. I had the Bengals I lost. Um, I had the Niners I lost, which was disappointing because that game was playing exactly as I thought it would, where I thought it would be a shootout. And I thought that it'd come down to the end and they'd be trading touchdowns. And I thought the Niners would basically have a chance to backdoor cover, which they almost did. Um, but then I won the Saints, which was a miracle. I won the Bears, <laughs> which felt great. And... Um, who else did I win? Hold on. I won uh, Washington. That's right. I had Washington. Yes. But this week felt like, and with the Lions winning and with the Bills winning, things were righted. Like the things that I personally believe in, betting against massive 17-point favorites. <laughs> I didn't do it because I was scared, uh, but it worked out. Betting against the road favorite that's getting 80% of the money. I didn't do it because I was scared of the Patriots but the Patriots lost. Those things are coming around. If I can rely on those things, I feel better about life. Jeff. Oh, I, I, my, my issue. And I think Paul feels the same way at times. Like I just love to put money on stuff because I, it makes it more exciting to watch the games and the games I felt really good about. I think I generally, you know, did pretty well minus the, the under in the, in the, uh, cowboy, excuse me, the, uh, the giants. And, um, and the Texans game, I felt good about uh, the Colts. I felt good about the Redskins. I felt good about the under in in Dallas and Seattle. Uh, but you know, then I put a bunch of units on the Patriots last night, and they just lay an egg. So it's a learning lesson for me to not take. And I agree. If you look at this week, only one road favorite covered, and that was the Saints this week. And generally speaking, you're right; it, it doesn't happen that that way. Saints weren't a road favorite. Saints, Saints were the underdog. Oh, you're you're right. Yeah, they were, yeah, so none of them covered, I, I believe. You're right. Yes, they were getting three You points. didn't lose as many units as I did last night in the Patriots game. Yeah, Paulie had a Pauly had a rough night. Paulie's uh, daughter got into his phone and all of a sudden she is like <laughs> chasing and doubling down. Paulie, explain this what happened. Not, this, this is not a good thing. This is not a good thing and I'm hoping that my ex-wife is not listening to this. Um... <laughs> I'm literally, it was on on TV yesterday, you know, covering the horse racing. Um, I played Minnesota, worst bet of history. Um, told her, hey, play Minnesota in the second half, worst bet of history. Um, she did pick up the phone and goes, is this real? And I'm like, real as in what? Like, she thought, okay, is this like your Remind people that this is your, this is your 14-year-old daughter. Okay, we know this, Chad. I have issues. No, no, I just no. Yeah, I don't think you. No, I don't think think you clear the ages, like if it was a seven-year-old, I think it'd be different than like a fourteen-year-old. Oh God, my ex. I think it's encouraging. I can be back. I, I just know that Texas. I text Paul about eleven thirty last night after I saw that he was down ninety units yesterday, and I was like, Paul, what are you doing? Because I chased two at times. Um, and I did not last night, thankfully, in that Patriots game. I was going to take the Patriots second half, and I, I didn't. Um, and I was like, Paulie, what are you doing, buddy? And he explained everything to me. I just giggling to myself because oh, he was laughing. A, a, a thirty-seven unit bet. I was like, that doesn't sound like Paul. Yeah, and then a twenty-five <laughs> unit bet on the Patriots. In, in in Detroit over in the first half was the, the the topping. But the greatest part about it is is you're right, is that she got caught playing the games and then she kept trying to double down and trying to chase to try to get the units back. So if you look like I'm like thirty three and thirty five I think in the NFL minus ninety units. I was wondering what's going on this morning. I woke up very early, as I always do, when I was on the app. Oh and I God. noticed that, like, Laduca 
had a rough day and <laughs> like but had I actually had a pretty good day. <laughs> oh, it's funny. It was the best funny. part is if you look at the app, she played the Patriot game over and under. <laughs> yes, that, that was my favorite thing. I thought you, I thought you were trying to do a weird middle because like you had over fifty three and a half, and then under like fifty four and a half. I thought you like knew the game would finish at fifty five. Like I was just like very, I was very surprised. I saw that play out. I was like, because you've done like I remember once you, I think you entered something wrong, sort of like that before. I texted, I was like, do you realize what you did? And you're like, yeah, I, I screwed up. But like I thought you were just very specific. The fifty four points were going to be scored in this game. I, I was laughing at myself. I didn't even want to correct you. I just was going to yeah, see if you I, hit it. I'm on the phone. For all the people out there, realize when, when we put our plays in, they stay in. So I was on the phone last night at midnight with uh, Mike Leboff and Scott Miller, the people who work at the Action Network. They are literally my literally Yes, my I talk blood. to Scott Miller all the time, yes. And they're my blood. They, 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 I give them my articles. They make them into magic. We, we, they're just phenomenal. And I'm talking to Scotty, and Scotty's like, "What is what happened?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, you don't even want to know. You don't even want to know." So yeah, I was on the phone last night after watching Tom Brady really not not look good. That whole game was ugly. Um, I mean, for the Patriots, it, it, but it it also speaks to like why I love home dogs, the Redskins. Why I love yeah. home dogs like teams show up at home the percentages are with them they're always going to be the right side i went on sports center yesterday morning and i was talking about the redskins yeah exactly uh and i was talking about the redskins but at the time 65 percent of the money was on the redskins right 65 percent of the money the tickets were on the, the packers but the money follow the money yes it's the same story in every investigation, whether it's Russia, whether it's election tampering, <laughs> whether it's politics, whether it's finance, whether it's betting. With Follow the money. Like tonight. That's all you need to remember, the Steelers are getting The Steelers are getting a lot of the money and everyone, the public's way on Tampa. Let me ask you something, Chad. There you go. Can I ask yep. you a quick What's question, up, Chad? You've been doing this for so long. Do you think... So long. Because I always thought... In the NBA, my theory is that the Thursday night games, they give you four games. They give you like little treats and they go, you know what, here, you can win these games because we know Friday night, we want you to come back and play a, a full slate of Friday night basketball because we know we were going to get you. Do they think, I mean, like Mondays and Thursdays, they give you easier games, follow the money, and then then maybe on Sunday you have to play a little bit tricky or or play a little bit, uh, you know what I mean? I mean, it feels like the Mondays Absolutely and not. Thursday night games. I think are, they, I think they want to win every. The, are you talking about the books? The books yeah. want to win every night. Yes. They're not going to give you like. They're not going to give you a treat. Hey, hey, here's a little sample. They're not like pushers. You know, what I mean? it's like. I went seven and zero on Thursday last weekend, last week with NFL and College Bowl. So I, including Friday night, I should say Friday night and College Bowl too. So I agree with you, Paul. They, they, they sucker me in with a good couple of nights, and then I just bomb this weekend. By the way, they're not suckering you in. I know they're not. I know they're not. But maybe it's just because you're concentrating on lesser games, and there's like seventy games on the slate on Saturday, and you and I are sickos. That's probably the problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do think that the Thursday night and Monday night games are just easier because you, you're, you're concentrating and you're researching one game, two games, three. Or games, the flip four. side is you just care less. Like there are plenty of games. Look, 
on Saturday, I look, I had Mississippi State minus 10 in our parlay, bet them the second that game opened on Sunday night. They get destroyed by Kentucky. I bet Florida State minus 10, I think on Saturday morning as a throwaway after I read all the stuff on Action Network and so many of our guys were coming in on Florida State minus 10. Like that was a throwaway to me. I didn't even think about it. And you win that game. So like you just don't know. Here's what we got to do. We got to get to our parlays. Okay. We got to get to this parlay so we can win $20,000. Jeff Schwartz, as is our custom, you're up first. Let's start in college football. You you talk about lines you bet right away. BYU is plus 16 and a half now. I got them last night at plus 17 at Washington. And this game, the under is not posted yet. And, and I would be very inclined to take the under eventually when I see it get posted. So Washington this year uh, has an interesting year. They did not cover week one against Auburn. They lost 21-16. They, they, I think, believe they might have covered against Utah, but they only won twenty-one to seven. And this weekend, they beat Washington. Excuse me, Arizona State, uh, twenty uh, to um, uh, twenty-seven twenty as huge favorites in that game um, as well. They're they're just not playing on offense quite like people expected with a fifth-year quarterback. It's not surprising. Jake Browning didn't play terribly well last year, and then on the flip side, their defense is just as good as it was last year. They're fourth in points allowed last year. They're right now at only allowing 12 points a game. Uh, but BYU as well, they went into a ranked uh, Cal, and Cal's now ranked, and lost by three. Kept that game very close. Went to a ranked Wisconsin and, and beat them 24-21. And they played McNeese State this week, the throwaway game. They, they won that game. And then also week one went to Arizona and won by five. I think it's, just, it's way too many points to give the Cougars in a game that's going to be a defensive game. Uh, BYU's only allow, allowing 17 points a game. Um, so a defensive game against two teams, I think, that are, that are matched well. And BYU's not getting any love. I want the points here. Polly? I love this pick. I almost picked BYU in this game. I watched the, you know, being an Arizona State alum, I watched the whole Arizona State um, Washington game. And I don't know. It still feels like Jake Browning's playing a little bit conservative. They're, or they're just playing conservative completely on offense. And, and the way that BYU plays, um, they play the old school style. They're not running a play every 20, 25 seconds. It's or excuse me, every five ten seconds they run them every twenty twenty five seconds. So I think this line was way too big. So I like BYU here. I really do. I love this place so much that I'm trying to uh, bet it at the same time that we're talking. <laughs> See, that's the way. That's when you Swear have full confidence. It just seems like a very it seems like a very weird line. Like I don't I think we're still overvaluing Washington. I don't I don't quite get it. They haven't really done much this year to to think, to, to say that that was going to be the case. Is it maybe because of My the bet's only, in. Yeah, maybe because of the only team I bet that 16 and a half. Talked about? Look, here's the thing. We're in agreement. We're in agreement. Let's move on. This let's is yeah, this we're, okay. we're one pick into $20,000. <laughs> so let's see let's see what kind of trash Mr. minus 90 units Paula Duca can bring to the conversation. Okay, you want some trash? Mhm. The Hawaii I don't even know what the rainbows, right? Are they the rainbow I think, warriors? I think, rainbow war- I think I think only football's the rainbow warriors. Okay. At San Jose State. Okay, now I got this game at 11 and a half. Um it's already gone to 13 and a half. And here's the reason why. Hawaii is number one in the nation in total offense. Guess who's last in the FBS in total defense? 
San Jose State. So, so I started looking at why they are last, and, and I started looking at sort of percentages, uh, you know, and looking at the splits of San Jose State, and they're actually not bad against the run. They're 48th or, 50, 48th or 49th in the country against the run. They are dead last against the pass. They give up over 391 yards a game. Hawaii, ninth in the nation in passing. Um, over 430-some yards a yeah. game and 500 yards per game in total offense. Uh, you have to get on this line right now. Hawaii minus – it's 13.5 now. I got on it last night at 11.5. Then this might go up to 14 or 15 or so. Um, and now Hawaii's been on the mainland the last two times. And usually when that happens, they'll stay here. So I think they're, they're, they're okay um, all over the Rainbow Warriors. I, I, mean, I hate this. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go, Jeff. Go. No, go. I, I think you're going to say you hate you hate the road, the big road favorite. Um, San Jose State is really bad, um, and that might be part of this. If you looked at when they played Washington State, now they, we're on the road, but they lost 31 nothing. That's the biggest comp to me to Hawaii's offense, right, is the air rate of, of Mike Leach compared to what Hawaii runs. Um, I think I know where Chad's going with this, but go ahead, Chad. Well, I just hate the idea of betting a huge road favorite when the line is going in the opposite direction of where we want to bet it. Because by the time we get this bet down, you know, it's going to be two to three points off the best of the number, right? It opened at 11 and a half. It's already at 12 and a half. By the time we get this bet down at the end of the show, it could be at 13. Who wants to bet on a parlay where I can win $20,000 when I'm not getting the best of the number? But I'm always so in love with Laduca comes in with research. Like yes. I, I swear to God, every time he opens his mouth, I have no idea which way he's going. <laughs> but he's <laughs> yet, ready. He's ready. He's ready. He's ready. He comes in with the Hawaii, like looking at their splits on offense versus the San Jose splits on defense. It's genius. So I can't go against it. The only thing I don't like is that we're not getting a great number, but we got to choose it. We got to do it. Yes, we can, we can do this. And you know, there is a, there is a fun thing called an open parlay. So I can, I, if we want, I can add this game on Saturday if the number comes down a little bit, or we can put you it know, in the other part of this now, now, Chad. You want me to sell like Hawaii's three and one lone loss army by seven. Army gave Oklahoma fits all they could handle. I think Hawaii's for real. Hawaii's pretty good, by the way. We're in. We're in. We got it. We got it. Um, listen, I said last night when we were trading notes on this that I wanted New Orleans at the New York Giants, and I am, uh, I'm changing it up. That's not going to be one of my picks. I actually look at that, and I'm like, that is a god-awful square pick. I can't even believe I'm doing that. Um, like, there's no way I should do that. They're going to be a – it goes against everything I believe in, a road favorite that's going to be getting all the money. That's what I think when I look at that. Okay. Um, so I'm going to have to reimagine my pick, but my first pick is going to be Indy as a two-and-a-half-point home favorite against the Houston Texans. I'm getting a home team that I've watched a lot in the first three weeks. I've had action on the Colts or against the Colts in every game in the first three weeks, and uh, twice I've been on them. I think this team is really good. I think their defense is so much better 
than people expected it to be. And Andrew Luck, despite the fact he couldn't play in the last play last night because they were afraid his arm would fall off if he threw it more than 50 yards. Um, like, this team, the, the, the Eagles needed an 11-minute, 19-play yeah. drive that was aided by multiple phantom penalties to beat the Colts yesterday. You know what, Their Jeff defense said is something good. last... Jeff said something last week because you, you liked the Colts last week and it was a great call too last week, yeah. Ch- Chad. Yeah. Uh, but Jeff, you said something last week. They are a great cover team and it's because of of luck. He just... Yeah. He keep he, he finds a way to keep them in the game, no? He does. And, and we were talking a little bit off air and I think Chad was exactly right about this. You know, Chris Bauer, the Colts GM, has been really hammering defense. And he, he brought some offensive linemen too in the draft, but hammering young athletic defenders. He was in Kansas City. That that was the defense that Bob Sutton imagined having as a bunch of athletes that can run everywhere and blitz and, and create havoc. And that's what they're doing right now. And you have a Texans offensive line that's probably the worst in the NFL. Deshaun Watson looks absolutely sh- He looks nothing like he did last year. There's no creativity on all in that offense. And it feels very much like the Colts, are, for whatever reason, still aren't getting the respect that they should be getting. Also, on, at the end of the day, Sometimes I don't even look at the teams. Like, if I have a home team getting less than three points, yeah. like, I'm just taking it. That's it. Okay. I, I'm in, in. In. I'm in on the 100% yeah, in. in. All right, Jeff, you're going to be up next. But first, I want to talk about HelloFresh. Anyone who listens to the podcast knows we want to spend our time researching bets and we want to spend our money making those bets, which means we need help feeding ourselves and feeding our families. That's why we love HelloFresh. We have three plans to choose from. We have the classic, the veggie, and the family. We get to look forward to our HelloFresh delivery knowing dinner just got that much easier. We will not spend all night in the kitchen because recipes only take around 30 minutes, and that means more time researching our bets. We get delicious filling meals delivered right to our door every week for less than $10 per serving and free shipping, which means more money to spend on our bets. I have had, everyone knows, anyone who listens to the podcast knows, I love figs. Conveniently, HelloFresh has a figgy balsamic pork that we had in my house. We also tried the Southwestern beef tacos because my 15-year-old We really only eat tacos. Um, It's been fantastic. We loved making the meals together. For a total of $60 off, that's $20 off your first three boxes, visit HelloFresh.com slash Favorites60 and enter Favorites60. Again, that's a total of $60 off, $20 off your first three boxes. Visit HelloFresh.com slash Favorites60 and enter favorites 60 it's like receiving six meals free or up to 50 percent off of three boxes what is better than getting something with figs that saves you money and gives you more time to research your bets guys go get HelloFresh. all right jeff you're up all right so i'm gonna like i said i, I need to go against what i would normally do here um and 
I am going Denver plus four. Don't hate me, Kansas City fans. I'm sorry, my brother. No, you can still win this game, but but I think Denver covers here. Monday Night Football, and I'll tell you why. Uh, getting four points at home, which I like. Their defense is 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 good. We we all know their defense is good. Uh, yes, they didn't play terribly well in Baltimore, but generally speaking, their defense is is really legit. Uh, third third in, in rush yards per game. Um, uh, th- eighth in rush yards per attempt. Like they, they are good defense passing. Of, of course, we know. And the problem with the Chiefs' defense being so bad is it puts so much pressure on the Chiefs' offense to have to be perfect every single time they get the football. And that's hard to do, especially on the road, on Monday Night Football. That crowd is going to be amped up. And I just don't know if that offense can be perfect every single drive because Denver's offense will score points against the Chiefs. The Chiefs' defense is horrendous. Uh, it's not getting any better. Um, and I, I, I just don't. I, this is a game the public's going to be all over the Chiefs in this game. The line has already dropped a little bit uh, from when it came out. I think Denver, the points at home, um, is going to be uh, very much against what what what, what the public's going to bet. Oh my god, hmm. I hate this idea. I hate this pick. I, I actually this like this pick, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> what do you hate I, about I said it? it for, la- oh. I said it last week. And I was right. It didn't matter if Blaine Gabbard or Mariota started. After Jacksonville beat New England, they were the toast of the town. And then, boom, they get beat outright 9-6 in a pitcher's duel. Then, now you're looking at this game. And Pat Mahomes right now is literally on every single channel. And I'm listen. I, I I love the kid. I always been telling everybody that I thought this kid is the real deal, and he's finally going to be a Big Twelve quarterback. But this is the one time you got to fade him. Uh, and this line is a little bit low. I think going into Denver, into that air, it's a divisional foe. They 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 know the offense. I know it's explosive. I actually like this pick. I really do. And listen, he's picking against his brother, so it's like picking <laughs> against a team that's like like your your favorite team. So. When a guy gives you a, like a play against my team, you you get a better, you get that nice warm feeling inside, Chad. You feel like you feel like his credibility is bolstered. Why don't you like this pick? Why don't I like this pick? Yeah, no faith in Case Keenum, none. Like wow. he he has been the Case Keenum before the Case Keenum of last year. He has been the guy who there was a reason why he had been sort of a journeyman bench player he is making bad decisions he is throwing the ball into coverage uh i don't think the running game for the broncos is good enough to support him i like i just don't think he can he can be the reason why they win games i don't think he can be the reason why they win a shootout um which is what this could potentially be listen the chiefs can't sustain they're going to play a team with a really good defense at some point. The Broncos do have an amazing defense. But they haven't been so amazing they couldn't like keep the Ravens from scoring 27 points or whatever they scored. So, Just to counter the Broncos' like, run I, game, listen, they're, they're third right now I just feel right like if, I, if I'm going to win $20,000, I don't think, I'm, I don't think it's going to be betting on the Broncos against the Chiefs. So you throwing a challenge flag? No, I'm holding that. I got, I got some for later. So we're, oh, you, you, so have we're to, doing it. you have to we're hold the challenge flag for later. You have a challenge flag for later, later, so you're projecting that one of us is going to have a bad pick. Yep. <laughs> I just think that I, I I need to do something different this week, and it feels like the the public's going to be all over Kansas City, and 
I just the, the Chiefs defense really worries me. They, they just yeah, can't stop awful. anyone. They can't stop it's anyone, awful. and it just yeah, it's bad. The Broncos offense is better than, than you give it credit for. I think. All right, all right, let's do it. All right, Paulie. Okay, we're gonna go back to college football. Old Dominion at East Carolina. Now this line. <laughs> Is East Carolina minus five? So Chad will start laughing. Your boy Colin Wilson's on this game. He is. Okay. Colin yes, Wilson, college football analyst for the Action Network, who's a genius. Yes, he is. And you know what? He made me start researching. And I didn't realize that East Carolina, they're one and two. Um, they lost last week to a tough USF team, uh, South Florida, who's now 4 0. Um, but they boat raced. North Carolina, uh, who actually beat Pittsburgh um, uh, this last Saturday. But the public is knee-jerk reaction to Old Dominion, who they're playing. Old Dominion beat Virginia Tech, okay, at home. Virginia Tech is awful. A lot of people don't look at the other games that Old Dominion played. They lost to Charlotte. Oh, the Charlotte's And they got beat by Liberty by 42. Those are the two road games. So now they got to go into East Carolina, who, by the way, is eighth in the nation in total defense. I'm gonna, Minus I'm gonna, five. I'm going to bet the this game right now, aren't I? You're betting East Carolina right now? I don't know, man. I think I think I think Paul is on. I already bet this. I already bet this game I, in every app. Like they, if you look at how Old many Dominion's, units did your how many units did your daughter <laughs> yeah. put on this game, Leduc? <laughs> Uh, I flew her to Jersey. She's 14 now. She can fly. <laughs> I, I feel like we have a fluke college game every year, and it feels like this Virginia Tech game was one of those. Because if you look at it at Old Dominion, they scored nothing, 28 points in the last. Nothing would have showed you. Like Charlotte, I'm telling you, Charlotte is really bad. They're bad at football. They were one in 11 last year. Um, they're a tiny bit better this season, but you know they they went they went and lost to Charlotte in a road game, and Charlotte this year lost to Massachusetts. App State blew him out. I mean, it just—I don't—I don't know. I, I, this is an off-the-wall pick, but I kind of, sort of like it. What do you think? All right, I think anytime I can get uh, twenty thousand dollars riding on uh, East Carolina, it's hard is, not to. Is this better? Go for is that. this better or worse than betting on New Mexico? Did we win that bet? Yeah, we did, uh, didn't we? We, we won that bet. Yeah. That was the, I believe that was the Red River rivalry game. The Rio Grande rivalry. Well, there you go. <laughs> Red River. What's I the think Red is, River? Is the Red River like Oklahoma, Texas? Yeah, it's Oklahoma, Texas. Or like te- there's Texas not that much of a like... difference between Oklahoma, Texas, and New Mexico, New Mexico State. <laughs> They're practically uh, the same in the eyes of college football fans. So Paul, uh, Paul's been kind of right on these weird college picks, man. I, I, I know. He it's, is. It's, he totally like, is. But now we're like, we're going into... What conference like, is Eastern Carolina even playing? I can't even find them in the, in the app to put a bet in. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the Eastern Carolina Conference. It's East Carolina. Aren't they in North Carolina, <laughs> they're in the Jeff? Like, yeah, they're, they're, like a t- they're, in the t- they're in a tiny... I'm sure they're far from me. We are, we, the state is bigger than you think it is. Um... Let's see where East Carolina football is. Lo- we see where well, East they, they got their their game was canceled. What two weeks ago against Virginia Tech? They were supposed to play Virginia Tech two week two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, and it got canceled. And it, like I said, USF is pretty good. Four and zero. 
No, All right, is it my turn? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's my turn, right? Yes. Okay, let's go Millie Monster. Here we go. Chad Millie Monster picks the <laughs> Oakland Raiders as three-point wow. favorites at home against mm. Baker Mayfield mm. and the Cleveland Browns. It is time to get off the Baker train. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, this game is never going to have a, a shorter number than it does this week. The Wise guys were all over the Raiders this past week, and I could not figure out why, because Miami, I thought, was a better team. But Oakland kept it really close for most of the game. They were actually ahead, obviously, for most of the game. There's one fluke play that really put the Dolphins over the top, and then a touchdown at the end that really just sort of sealed it for them. But, um, like, I think Baker Mayfield going on the road for the first time as a starter into Oakland, where this Oakland team, they're starting to play much, much better. Um, That is a very easy number uh, to top. Like, that is a short home number. Uh, I don't think, I think Oakland's playing better than his record reflects. The problem with Oakland is they have wilted now at the end of every game this season um, where they have started strong. And I, I like the Dolphins for that exact reason last week, um, or I guess yesterday, uh, because, you know, they have, they just have wilted. Um, but I think you have time to prepare for Baker Mayfield now. We know the first game typically, like a coming in Baker Mayfield is like the hero in Cleveland. The second game is just not as good. Um I I don't know, Paul. I didn't even I haven't even I didn't look at this game because I didn't think anyone was going to bet it. Wow, the line has moved. It opened at one. It's gone to three. Um, yeah, actually, I think I listed it last night when we um, when we were talking about these games. It was at one and a half when I liked it. So three is a big number. I actually am wrong when I'm saying that it won't get any shorter or that it that it uh, was a really nice short number. I liked it at one and a half. Well, I, I actually like the play just because I, and the, the reason why I like it, it, the logic has nothing to do with stats or anything. The logic has to do with you, Jackson. He just won his second game. <laughs> so okay, bad. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. <sighs> I mean, I played maybe three downs of football in, in high school, okay? You were a flanker. It, does, it doesn't take... It, it takes like a seven-year-old kid to realize that Baker Mayfield's arm strength, awareness around the pot, he was so much sharper and so much better than Tyrod Taylor. The fir- first of all, Baker Mayfield not starting the season is an absolute joke. If you can't tell me and you could not see with your own eyes that Baker Mayfield is 20 times more talented than Tyrod Taylor, you're an idiot. Number two, after winning that game, he's going to say, I'm not going to announce my quarterback to Monday. You know what? Millie Monster, you're right. Bet against this schmuck. Uh, the funny part is I've been like on a fade Raiders thing all season, so um, I, I, don't, I don't mind going with the Raiders here. But the reason – I just want to clear this up because this has been a, a misconception. The reason why Hugh Jackson did not announce Baker Mayfield right after the game is because, A, Tyrod Taylor is in concussion protocol, and, B, he probably doesn't want – to have his quarterback learn on Twitter that he's being replaced 
right after that game. Like, just he's gonna he's he not was, gonna be the he quarterback. He was replaced know, two passes into we, Baker we Mayfield's know, career. I know he he knows this. He's not he's not he's not a moron. He knows he's not gonna play anymore. Um, just like last night, Steve Wilkes said, "Oh, we have to watch the film." Josh Rosen's gonna play next week. We know he's gonna play. We know he's gonna be the starter. It's just code for. Let me tell my guy in private before I announce to the, the world that my new quarterback he's, he's is playing. He's never going to play again. Yes. Okay, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Tyrod. I'll write you a letter to apologize. No, I don't even have to apologize to him, but I'm just saying that like, I, I, I knock the Browns all the time. Like, I, am, I think they have no plan whatsoever. I think they wasted two games not, not playing Baker Mayfield. But this is one where look, I got I to gotta defend Hugh a tiny bit on this because I think that he's getting a little flack for this he shouldn't get. So we agree we're on the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> yes. Wow. Another bull pick by the Millie Monster. But I mean if you keep picking these kind of picks, I don't even know how you can make the Millie Monster like you can, you could make it evolve into its own. <laughs> <laughs> It already is its own brother. <laughs> it's a fully fledged monster as, as we speak. <laughs> Jeff, get us get us the fuck out of this. Um, all right, I the next pick is. Uh, oh no! I Lions in the Cowboys in Dallas plus three and a half uh, for a couple reasons here. One, the Lions finally played last night like I thought they would, uh, which is they revamped their offensive line and they're all healthy now. They all played well. They dominated. They had their first 100-yard rusher since Thanksgiving of 2013. They drafted Kerryon Johnson from Auburn. He played really well. Matt Stafford might have the best trio of wide receivers in the NFL as far as all three of their guys who they have uh, with Tate and, 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 um, and Jones and, and Galladay. They finally played to their potential on on offense, I thought last night. And look, they they put up twenty seven points against the Niners. Um, and defensively, they have a good back end. They're starting to get the pass rush going. They play fast at linebacker, um, and they are a great backdoor cover team because they put up a lot of points. And I, if Stafford's down fourteen points in the third quarter, they'll go up tempo and they'll score a lot of points. And also, the Cowboys are a disaster. We talk about coaches that that could be fired. Jason Garrett, to me, has lost his team. They, they, they've looked lifeless now in week one and in Seattle last week. Um, offensively, they're just a wreck. Their offensive line, which used to be very solid, is having issues. They have no one to throw the ball to. Um, defensively speaking, they have a good defensive front, but really nothing else. I just think this is too many points, and that hook is really nice for the Lions. Hmm. All in. I'm all in. Wow. You're done. You're done with Doogie Hauser, Jason Garrett. He's never been in control of that team, by the way. No, he it, it, he's sort of the most nondescript coach who doesn't puppet milk toast. Like no Who's personality the on the that clapper. team. He's a clapper. clapper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Puppet. Like every MLB manager, besides about six. Wow. <laughs> no, it's true. I used to read literally. The Dodgers are eight and ten when Laduca hits fifth. They're eleven and one when he hits second. And I hadn't hit second in a month. Boom! I'd be well, hitting second. They just read the newspaper, and boom! They plug it in. Well, we know that. I don't know if you ever listened much to Ross Porter. who used to call Dodger games. He was the best person I've ever seen. It, it, some of those weird stats, like Paul, Paul Aduka up at the plate when yep. it's uh, four game before four p.m. <laughs> facing a lefty on a Saturday. Paul is seven for twenty three with eight grounders. Like it's just like you're like, dude, I, that's a lot of information I did not need to know about. Really, um, yeah. 
I, are managers, I've always wanted to ask this, Paul. I know it's a, the football podcast, but I, I don't think managers, do they matter very much? Like, does a good manager really matter? Or is it more just like managing almost like the bullpen? Like, like what does a manager, a good manager do for a team? A good manager does what Joe Torre does. He keeps everybody out of trouble outside the clubhouse and makes everybody happy inside the clubhouse. And, you know, when you're managing a lot of guys and you're managing every single person in that clubhouse is making more money than you, you're managing a ton of egos. You're also trying to be um, somewhat of their father figure, but not too much. Somewhat of their best friend, but not too much. Plus, you're also dealing with a kid from Georgia, a kid from Venezuela, a kid from Puerto Rico, a kid from the Dominican, a kid from yeah. Texas. So all different uh, cultures and eclecticness that goes into a clubhouse. You got to be able to handle that on the fence, if, if that makes any sense. Like you got to play both sides, um, but you also got to be truthful. The best managers you play for are the guys that tell you the truth. Hey, you're not playing today. Hey, be ready. You're going to be playing tomorrow, so you're not surprised. How is that different than a football coach? I think a football coach does manage personalities, but they are much more in X's and O's than I'd say a baseball. Now, there's not as much X's and O's in baseball, obviously, um, but I think a football locker room polices itself a little bit, maybe more than baseball does. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I guess I wouldn't know, but I think there's much more strategy involved to be a football coach than a baseball manager. Yeah, I think a baseball manager, like play by, a great like play baseball by, like manager. Play by play, right, Chad? Like yeah. Each play, the football coach is involved. The baseball manager is not involved in every single pitch, which would be ridiculous, but um, there's not as much in-game strategy. You know what works, Chad? You hire guys to do a certain thing. Every team that I've played on that's had success, and we, you know, I, I almost got to the World Series. It didn't win anything, but when a coach lets the batting coach be the batting coach or the... The, the head coach lets the offensive line coach be the offensive line coach, and, and even though he was an offensive lineman. I understand they lend hands, and my best manager I ever had was Mike Sosha. He just handled the catchers because he was a catcher. He didn't try to handle the hitters, the outfielders, and everything else. That's why you hire other coaches to do that, and if you let your other coaches do their job, they are going to have the confidence to do it. But if you put your two cents into everything, it's just not going to work. I am going to do what good managers do, and I'm going to let Paul LaDuca do his job right now and make, make our next choice. Okay, so last night when we were, we were putting these picks in and we were thinking about playing, I originally had said New England. They're minus, they were minus eight last night. Now I've taken the game off the board. They're minus seven. And I have a feeling that 99% of the people are going to go in and play the Patriots. I think I saw something. The last time the Patriots had lost two games by double digits, it's the like the price of gas was like twenty nine cents or something like that. It's like something stupid, <laughs> right? I mean, um, so I am going to call a little bit. Oh man, I'm going to call an audible. I like it. I'm going to go with the New Orleans Saints. Dude, like. (laughs) (laughs) This is an amazing podcast. I love this thing. I don't even know what to say. I'm challenging that. There's no. (laughs) Dude, I already said in the beginning, I had the Saints, 
But then I realize I'm not going on the Saints. They're going to be like they're going to be road favorites. They're going to be getting all the money. There's no way we can go on the Saints. We can't bet the Saints. We can't um, bet the Saints. And I was gonna. I almost was gonna throw a challenge flag on betting the Patriots too. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I, I almost <laughs> the Patriot game is like a, a complete layoff. I'm laying off the game. <sighs> See, this is this is one of those Chad where like I have to like I struggle. You know, I told you at the beginning of the year like I was gonna do I do I bet games based on how I think they're gonna go as a player exactly. or do I bet them as like a as a sharp should right? So the, I think I agree with you. With the sharp is gonna be there's gonna be a ton of money on the Saints. Um, no one's gonna trust the Giants yet. They're a road. Um, they're a road uh, uh, favorite, and and that hook is three and a half, right? So they have to win obviously by four or more. Um, but like the player to me says, the Saints should win this game, right? There's no doubt about it. They they're, um, they're going to score a ton of points. The Giants, the first half yesterday, really good. Second half, their offensive line did not play well again. Eli didn't play so well. Saquon Barkley did play. It was a good game for him. Um, and the Texans are just bad. So like, uh, you feel very strongly about this, correct? How about this, Million Monster? I, I'm going to change the pick for you. What's your other pick, Paul? Yeah. Do you, do you want to hear my other pick, Million yes. Monster? Yes. Yeah. The Minnesota Vikings. What's this number? It's plus five and a half, I think. Opened up at seven. It, to, to me, it's the, it's the plus six and a half. They just got blown out at home against the Bills. It's down to five and a half. So the money is going. Six and a half. It's still six and a half. Okay, it's just... What do you guys tell me? You tell me. It's still six and a half. Okay, I like six. six and I, I like that. I like that pick. I'm going Rams with that. three and zero. Oh. You would think that game would have probably been eight, seven and a half, eight, or at least opened at seven. Actually, the the money's gone towards the over, which Minnesota looked pathetic on offense. But I would think that number is telling you, and Vegas is telling you, there's going to be a lot of money on the Rams. I'm good Ton with of this. Money. I'll take a flyer on this one. Here's what I'm going to do. Give me the New York Giants plus three and a half. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh. He basically you're going back, just you're going back to the, You're going back to the Giants. Oh, right. Coming full circle, boys. Oh, man. If you want to throw the challenge, you can. I've got two other picks I would go with. Can I hear? Can I at least hear what the other picks yeah. are going to be? I, I want to hear why why you loathe New Orleans. I know you don't want. I don't loathe New Orleans. Give me the, I don't give loathe me New the, Orleans at all. It's against I his don't. personal betting strategy. Yes, I get. It's that. exactly what it is. It's like the money's going to be on the Saints. They're going to be they're going to be road favorites. I'm getting a hook right now. Uh, I like that. I I like the percentage play there. That's it. So what are you? Let me hear another pick just before. I, <laughs> uh, Arizona plus three or Tennessee yes. plus three? Yes, Tennessee plus Arizona three plus three. Eagles. Arizona that would plus have been three. My other play was Arizona. I mean, do Arizona, they get? Yes. Do they get energized with Josh Rosen? Yes, yes. Oh, the, Seattle plays off on the road. They've they've struggled in Arizona. This is one of my other NFL plays. I was hoping that people would bet a lot on Seattle, and I get even more points for the for, for the Cardinals at home. I am hundred percent in on the Cardinals. All right. I'll change it. I'll do Arizona plus three. Boys, guess what we have? Uh, not a winner. Was that, a was, that a flyer, was that a flyer, Chad? Arizona? A bit of a flyer. <laughs> a little bit of a flyer on the two teams that are bird-themed. 
I, and I, you know what the funny part is? We have Get nine it? games, and I'm really excited to watch New Orleans against the Giants. <laughs> I know. So true. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys. Let me let me uh, recap here for the, for you know for the for the thousands of fans. Um, here is our nine team parlay: BYU plus sixteen and a half at Washington, Hawaii minus fourteen at San Jose State. Indianapolis Colts minus two and a half at home against Houston. The Denver Broncos plus four against the Kansas City Chiefs. Easter East Carolina minus five and a half against Old Dominion. Oakland minus three versus the Cleveland Browns. Detroit plus three and a half against Dallas. We have um, the Vikings plus six and a half on Thursday night against. The Los Angeles Rams, the Arizona Cardinals, plus three at home against the Seattle Seahawks. I like it. That's going to be 60 bucks. It's going to pay $20,000. So here we go. Thanks for listening to The Favorites. We have shows on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Check out our website, actionnetwork.com. Download our app where you can play along with us. If you bet our parlay, share your betting slip. Hashtag Favorites Parlay on social and tag Action Network HQ at Action Network HQ. And you can win a free subscription. You might be able to win that. We will do a drawing. Um, Paul Laduca, Jeff Schwartz, thanks for joining me. See you guys on Wednesday when I talk to bookmaker of the world, Bob Scucci. Till next time.